are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Welcome back to another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. Hopefully you're having a good day. And um, this podcast is going to be talking about Jewish community in Pittsburgh now taking up arms. And they are people. A lot of Jew. It, I saw this on One American News this morning. Um, this Jewish instructor is now offering one-day training courses to any Jewish person who want to learn about different firearms. From handgun to AR-15s and whatever. So forth like that. And I'll be putting that link in the description box so you can follow it. And you can also see it on Twitter and my Facebook page so you can find it and look at it. So my opinion on this is just like this here. You must got their little world shucking. Now they finna go strap up. You know, and this is what Donald Trump been preaching. If we had armed people and such and such, it'll keep this and that in the third, you know. A lot of people did not know that there was armed people in that Vegas shooting. That dude was, what, 100 and some odd feet away? He was tagging their ass. It was people there carrying their strap. But their little guns, handguns, couldn't reach where he was shooting. He was shooting high-powered rifles. He was tagging their ass. So that notion of having guns on you don't went out the window. Because that dude was popping them. Now... As I said, this little community got rocked. Now they got this Jewish gun instructor offering classes to any person, any Jewish person that want to come one day showing a different handgun. It's ironic. I'm like, hell, all the stuff I be seeing on the news is y'all getting strapped on with bombs and folks shooting over in Israel. You should be used to this. This should just be a breeze. And for all the people who sit up here and say, oh, man, that's hate speech, Mr. Q. That's hate speech. You anti, you know, you, you anti-Semitic. That's some bullshit. You anti-black. Jewish people have been behind a lot of things, allowing black folks to go through a lot of crap. They have been silenced as our community has been riddled with bullets. Even up to this point, folks couldn't go to the store, you know, getting shot up. Black, you know. Black man trying to reach for his wallet. Da-da. What was the Jewish community for that? You know, they were making jokes. That's what they were doing. A lot of Jewish celebrities making jokes, making racist jokes. And some even using dry satire to make a point off the backs and misery of black people. Bette Miller, whole other folks, Roseanne Barr. But they always hard. I'm Jewish. Give me a fucking break. And I used to have sympathy for the Jewish community. Now I have I have nothing but just utter content. Don't want to be bothered with you. Because you hide behind a religion. You that's not a race. You gotta hide behind a religion. And you white just like all the rest of these white folks. And you sit here and say things or as that old saying, you throw stones and hide your hand. I didn't do it. That's the hell you did. This ain't number white on white violence. And it's going to continue. It's going to keep on continuing. You're going to see more and more of this white-on-white violence, folks, gunning down, folks. This ain't going to be the end. Like I said, 
you're going to see some other cave monkey strap on some dynamite or some type of liquid device run up into some pri in some private place or public place where a whole bunch of people going to be and blow him or herself to hell and take their ass out. This is this is the new. So you can sit here and folks, I hate when I see folks that this is a national tragedy. We got to pray. I'm not praying for you. Because what are prayers for black people? Huh? What happened to, what are the prayers of the mothers who lost their sons and the fathers who lost their sons and the wives who lost their husband in lynching and Jim Crow and all this stuff up to this point and vice versa? Where, where is that? Where's, where's the compassion when a pregnant woman get gunned down by a cop? The baby died, the woman died too. But everybody said, oh, my bad. Where is that? See, but you got time to tell jokes. You got time to sit up here and shake your finger at black folks. You little niggers, see, you, you stay in your place and then, you know, big white daddy and mommy got the thing. No, fuck all that. So these folks up here strapping up. Now they got because the, they ain't got that little world rattled. Now they feel, I'm going to put a gun on. You know, half of these motherfuckers end up shooting themselves in the foot. Or they're going to shoot themselves accidentally. Because, again, when you are set up here and coast through the streets, you don't know nothing about too much being battle ready. But the one thing about it, they're going to get that way. We as black folks, we, we need to get that way. We need to go back to that time. Like when I was coming up, my mom... My grandma, my uncle, and a lot of other folks taught me about firearms. You know, we had we had a shotgun behind the uh, in the corner behind some curtains. You know, my grandma used to have a a, a gun right there on her bookshelf, kind of stuck in the corner right there. I knew it was there. I knew not to mess with that shit, but it was right there. See, we as black folks have given up these arms. Now we're defenseless. Now we're trying to get them back. And then we see in the news where you try to use that right to bear arms. You got white folks, white patrons who own gun shops not allowing you to buy certain types of guns. Now, it was cool up to a point. Now, you're coming up and, nah, nah, nigga. Nah, I'll let you get one or two. But uh, your black ass coming up in here trying to get four or five more. Your black ass got to get up out of here. And that's how they acting. And see... This is a fault of us not having our own. And another brother said that. But you know what? We did have guns, had gun shops. We gave them all away. We got out of that business. And just like so much stuff that black folks have was, was in, we got out of it. Because like, oh man, I, I don't want to deal with it. And I dealt with a lot of gun stores to this, you know, right now in this current age or this current time. And a lot of them services suck. They suck bad. I mean, they really suck. I don't know how they stay in business, but they suck. Because they, they're, you know, their website is all ancient. They don't respond back to emails. Uh, you place an order. You sitting there waiting on the order to come. Come to find out that or they haven't been shipped or they don't give you no updates on, hey, things are not in place right now. And the same thing with any other thing. I remember my wife and I was looking at black farms, you know, 
to hire, you know, not hire, but, you know, to get stuff from, like, fresh eggs and stuff like that, you know, and, you know, buy them and so forth. And my wife stumbled across this one website where it had, like, seven brothers. It was seven sons. And she found a black-owned farm that did the same thing. But you know what? Their ordering service was so chaotic that it's like it frustrated her. She said, I felt so, you know, I didn't know if I put stuff in the cart. Did it go through? What? You know, they didn't say nothing. It, it really pissed her off. And that goes to show about back to this thing, this story about the Jewish people training. They're training. And then one day, they, they say one day, but they folks going to keep on doing it. <clears throat> Excuse me. But uh, we as black folks, we need to have our stuff together as well. We need to. You open a business stuff, make sure your website is up to damn date. Please. Make sure your, con your content information is up to date. Respond back to people by email. You know, please. Black folks have a bad habit of doing that. Or we have folks sitting here and then you get discouraged. And then folks are like, man, I, I, that's one reason why folks say, man, I don't want to deal with too many black businesses. Because black folks do not take customer service to a whole new level. And I don't want to get off and then I digress about it. That's something just to think about. But back to this story here about these Jewish people getting these guns. They are preparing because they got their little world rattled on and now they feel we got to do this see black people we need to mount up because they mount up like voltron they inform the head and everything we still sitting here wondering huh, who we're gonna be with but the reason why most of us sitting here is because we have you know we have a lot of sellouts we have black devils among us folks who really want to help keep Mr. Mr. Charlie and Miss Ann in power. They want to. They love it. Because they, they, they're so full of that crap, that self-hate and that stupidity. And they want that money so bad that they want Mr. Charlie approval, Miss Ann approval. I want to lay up with them. So I just had to bring this story to you about the Jewish community in Pittsburgh. Where that shooting took place. And folks, now they're they now in a one-day training. And it might be for longer than that. But it, from what I've seen on One American News, the instructor says one-day training course on handgun safety and both AR-15 safety as well. Black folks, it's here. So you need to be prepared for that. On a side note, I wanted to go back to yesterday's podcast about the technical skills and I hope that, brothers and sisters, that y'all understood where I was coming from. In order for us to take things or whatever it is, we really have to have a real smart plan to assume governorship or something of that nature. I know it's not a word, but if we was to get rid of white supremacy. Because, again, it's a lot of we got to be pro-black and do this. And that's good and well. But we got to think it through. And if we don't have those key people in place, like black engineers, black plumbers, black uh, electricians, you know, those people, black doctors, things that we're going to need, black farmers, you take over this stuff, like I said, half of us going to die. 
because we don't know how to do any damn thing. And that's sad. And you got to, like I said, we got a lot of intellectual Negroes, Afrocentric Negro, Pan African Negroes. We got a lot of those hotel niggas, black Israelite folks. We got a lot of that stuff, but the real thing we don't have. We don't have economic power. We don't, first of all, we don't have self-love and respect for one another. We don't have economic power. And we don't know how to govern ourselves. And if we was to, say, like I said, say for instance, God Almighty said, you know what? All white people are dead. Half of the black people be dead too because, like, what the hell happened? God said, now I gave you the planet, my black children. Rule it. Half of us will fall flat, dead on our face because we don't know how to do anything but shake our ass, play basketball, gossip, screw. And that's, those four things are the main things in the forefront of us as a black community. And I can't stand it. You're either going to play ball, rap, shake your ass and dance, or you're going to screw in some porn bullshit to get some money. So, people, what are we going to do? Hmm? I put the question out to you. What are we going to do? Because the handful of us that's ready to do, we're waiting. The rest, they still doing all the rest of this crazy. What, what are we going to do, people? Because, like I said, be real. I have gave you example after example. And you don't believe me, do your own research. And I, I advise you to do your own research. Shoot me an email. Tell me, Miss Q, you're wrong for what you're saying. And I'll be a man enough to say you're right if you can prove it. Because right now, you can turn on any video. What do you see? Black people shaking their ass. You can turn on any movie. The black person is sidekick who's helping the white people stay in power. Or he gets shot or she gets shot or he's some love interest or some down low sister or brother. They always want to devalue us and we play right on I, I, I couldn't even you know what I couldn't play those types of roles I don't care how much money you paying me you can't sit there and say that's artistic expression look at what they, they want you to portray you playing a straight man who love gay gay sex that's bullshit or you a black woman and now you got to go and kiss this other black woman or this white woman here to Get this check, you know, it's just, it's just art. There's no way in hell. You know, I mentioned this movie once, The Devil's Advocate, with uh, Keanu Reeves and Al Pacino. And I sat here, and I was talking to my wife, and I said, that movie, I, you couldn't pay me a billion dollars to pay The Devil role. Because he played that junk two role. Too, too well, he played that role. He played it. But you know, people do that junk. Oh, it's just movies. No, 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 no. It's a message that's being portrayed when they tell you something. And when you see black people go and play these stupid ass roles, you giving the okay to white people. Say, you know what? That's what we think of you. It reminds me of that, movie, that song Ice Cube had, Here's What You Think About You. Here's What They Think About You. You remember that old song? Here's What They Think About You. When they see you on TV, this is what they think about you. When you're doing ghetto gagging, this is what they think about you. When you're doing porn, hub, this is what they think about you. When you're shaking your ass or getting ass injections, 
to try to out ass someone on some type of video, this is what they think about you. When you own these other shows, Love and Hip Hop, Black Ink, this bullshit, and you acting like fools, this is what they think about you. When you do this dumb shit, and you get into what they consider serious roles, but you put prop them up, ooh, I, I was just so blown away by it. This is what they think about you. And they continue this bullshit. So I had to go back to that thing, like I said, you know, hey, I'm all down for the destruction of the, of the white civilization. I'm all down for white supremacy to collapse. But black people, y'all need to think about that. If God himself snapped his fingers and said, now you rule. How long do you think they have us, us walking around here going to survive? Huh? When you don't know how to do shit. And don't give me that shit. Everybody can't do That's a cop out. I don't know how to do everything. But you know what? An old man told me that. He said, son, let me tell you something. You may not know how to do everything. But you better get in the form later in your mind. At least try. You don't know. You might find out you like it. You might pick up something. And every time, people, when I go into a situation, I may not know what the hell I'm doing. But I'm at least try it once. And I'm not saying I'm going to go ahead and try some crazy ass sex shit. I'm talking about some stuff that's really going to put some money in my pocket. See, people get that mess. You got to clarify because people say, oh, so, so you say you going to go. You say you try anything. No, 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 no. When it comes to making legitimate money while I keep my clothes on, I'm talking about that. So let's clear that up. And you hear people who say, well, everybody can't be a plumber and everybody can't be electrician and everybody can't be okay i understand but if god snapped his fingers how many black electricians you know how many black plumbers or air conditional people do you know how many black mechanics do you know hmm how many black doctors do you know hmm these are vital essential services that we gonna need to some how many black farmers you gonna know because we gotta eat hmm how many people do you know? But see, we want to woo, but we ain't got the, the, the base. We want to fight, but we ain't got the damn soldiers, people. I'm telling you, that's why we in, a, we in a confused thing. We got little pockets here. You got your little set over here. You got this little set over there. But collectively, they talking two different languages. And I had to think about it. I said, hmm, that is deep. How, how would you survive? And I think back all the time when my mom had me out in that garden. And my granddaddy had me out there. And my uncle, like, yo, put that seed in there. And I still have that to this day, even though I go to the store. But my mom and them told me this. And plenty of us say, son, you better keep this skill. Because one day you might need it. You hear black folks say, I ain't picking shit. I ain't picking no fruit. I ain't picking nothing. But if white supremacy was to cease to exist, who going to go out there and pick up their fruit? Hmm? Who going to go out there and tend to the chickens, the cows? Who going to go to the water treatment plant? Because, hell, everybody going to be drinking shitty water. Hmm? Who going to be there to turn on the damn lights, people? This is, these are key things that we need to be thinking about. Everybody want to overthrow one thing, but, hell, you throw us right back into chaos. Because half of us is not going to be here. 30 days, just, just picture with me. 30 days, let's say 30 days after God himself saying, there's no more white people, boom. How many of you 
day after those 30 days, how many people do you think will cease to exist on this planet? Black people. Because we all be black here. We be all people of brown, of dark color. So how many people do you think will survive? The numbers will be so high in the death toll. Because people won't go out here and pick up damn fruit. You Literally, they will walk by and see fruit rotting on the vines. And they ask, well, sit there pridefully, like, I ain't picking that up. Somebody will come along. They will sit there or they'll kill themselves because they'll be like, my world is gone. Who's going to cut my grass? How am I going to get my stuff going? A lot of folks will go into a self-meltdown because they don't know how to do anything. And I used to hear people all the time talk about people like me who have some, if not all, technical skills, but have that thing, oh, man, anybody going to do all that. But push come to shove, you're going to be out there. Rain, sleep, snow, your ass going to be out there. Oh, you're going to starve to death. How many people who know how to know how the land will be the next following year? See, how many black people you know that? Hmm? Even if even we have computers and stuff. White people gone. How many people do you know in IT that really know how to make that thing work other than just making an app? Really, be serious. Who keep the national grid up? Those are the questions to be thinking about. While we sitting up here saying, oh, this, that, and the third, people. We are scattered brain when it comes to certain things. And that is why we are easily pipped off one by one. Easy targets, soft targets. Because we're too busy running around, not taking care of everything and putting everything in order. The other day I had uploaded, finally got to upload that video, The Truth About White Supremacy and the Making of a Slave from YouTube to Black Junction for those people at Black Junction who didn't get it, but they'll enjoying it now. Thank you for your support. But I hope that you learn something from that book. I mean, just today, uh, Chris Miller, I had mentioned earlier at the top of the show, had mentioned this book called The Green Book. Now, I seen that Green Book is about codes about black people in the South. My aunt and a lot of other folks had that book, but you know, I thought it was just a damn regular damn you know, book. I never really opened it until he explained what it was. And I was like, oh man, I purchased one today. I want to know as much as possible, people. See, that's how you defeat your enemy. You have to put things in order in order to defeat them. And if you don't put things in order and your armor is weak, they're going to penetrate it and you're going to be dead. No questions asked. So, again, to all my subscribers, Thank you for your support. For all the people who do come by, I hope that you come back. And I use hope sparingly. I mean, really, I, I'm trying to stay away from hope because hope brings a lot of disappointment. In my, in, my, <laughs> in my using it, it has brought a lot of disappointment. But for those who do come back, please come on back. Bring others. If you disagree, don't be a coward. Leave a comment. Have some dialogue back and forth. If I said something wrong to out of place that I sat here and didn't clarify, please write me back. Teach me something. You know what I'm saying? If I can say, hey, I learned this. Because that's the only way we're going to move forward as well. Respecting one's people's ability, skills, and talents. Really, truly respect. You know, because like I said to the brothers, like Professor Black True, Chris Miller, and all the other people that's really doing this way longer than I am, 
hey, I respect them. I'm not going to throw shade and shit on them. But, hey, let's all, you know, like I said, we have to be willing to learn certain things. I'm, hey, I'm willing. Hey, you sitting tell me, hey, Miss Q, you said something out of this. Or you think, hey, hey, point me in the right direction. That's how you I make you making me a better man. And you're also helping me be a better person in the community and a better person in my household as I'm helping you to be a better person, hopefully, because I want you to be better. Because that's the only way we're going to really, if we were to walk in this this alternative world of God, just say, hey, people, black people, y'all got it now. What you going to do with it? Give you the second time around. If we don't learn to go forward and have certain things in play, we're going to be caught up again like, damn. And then we'll be right back in the same hole again. So that's just my take, people. Again, thank you for coming in into, into the war room and talking, listening to this podcast. Again, again, people, just thank you for your support. And, you know, come on back for another episode. You know, I'm going strong. I'm Keep moving. Keep moving, people. And I got more and more shows coming, a lot more stuff coming out. So y'all come on back. I like talking to you i like sharing my experiences because you as you can tell i i tell you some stories about me like hey i was a former fool too this is a place for the formal fools to come and learn the war room because i didn't when well, you come in as being foolish but the intent we all come out warriors better than ready ready to do battle ready to assume these positions that everyone's saying we got to overthrow certain things we be ready and prepared for it so, again, people, thank you for your support. Thank you for coming by. I'm your man, Mr. Q, the War Machine. Come on back for another episode of Real Talk. I'm out. Be safe out there. This was the War Machine. Real Talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time. <laughs>